0: Hey, everyone, welcome to 41 Strong Podcast. My name is Chuck Tate. 41 Strong is a podcast that delivers encouraging scriptures and stories to help people like you hold on and stand strong. Well, back in the studio today is my good friend, Pastor Mike Wilmer, my co-host, two weeks in a row, Pastor yeah. Mike. <laughs> it's good to be back with man, you. Man, it's good to have you back with us. Today is episode 127, and my mic just fell off, so... <laughs> You never know what's going to happen on 41 Strong, um, but today is episode 127, and we're going to kind of pick up where we left off last week, and um, that is by who is Jesus to you. This has never happened before, so um, so Mike, you ready for Easter? All right, yeah, man. Uh, yeah. How about you? I, I am. We're this is this is Holy Week. We're going to celebrate the resurrection. This Sunday, of course, for the believer, every day is Resurrection Day, right? I mean, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives inside of us. So um, why don't we get right to it? Last week, we shared what celebrities think about Jesus. We're going to do that again today. So I'm going to have you read the first couple while I fix my mic. Okay, go for (laughs) it. All right. So uh, this has been really cool to
1: see how uh, people view Jesus and the things that they say. And last week we looked at some not so favorable viewpoints from celebrities, but today we're going to focus on a few favorable ones, which is kind of cool. Gentleman named Chris Pratt, actor, he says, I want to thank God. I always do that when I'm up on a platform in front of a bunch of young faces. I say, I love God. That's my thing. I love him and you should too. That's a...
0: pretty cool man that's a pretty
1: cool thing a statement to say
0: yeah i love it when whether um, i love it when celebrities whether it's a, an actor an athlete um, singer i love it when somebody is unashamed to profess their faith in Christ, yeah. regardless of how big their their platform is. What a responsibility we have as, as believers, it should be that way. I mean, Jesus said, if you are unashamed of me, then I will be unashamed of you before Absolutely. my Father. So um, I actually, it rubs me the wrong way when there is somebody that has a huge platform that is a committed follower of Christ who's unwilling to use their platform mm. to promote the gospel. Because we're called to advance the kingdom, not build our own empire, right? That's right. So That's right. Yeah. Go Chris Pratt!
1: Yeah. Jennifer Garner says, I grew up going to church every Sunday of my life, and when I, did, when I did move to L.A., it wasn't something that was just part of the culture there in the same way, at least in my life. But I,
0: it didn't mean that I lost who I was. You know, um, and I don't know if if you've read about her, but she was in this movie just a a couple years ago about heaven. And I believe a film, I think it was called Miracles. I'm not for sure the name of the film. But um, it was literally um, being in that film and portraying her character actually brought her back to her faith, brought her back to her roots. She ended up back in church as a result of... Being in a movie yeah. and apparently is is still serving God, so that's awesome man right yeah
1: that's that's so. amazing to see God redeem and everybody knows this gentleman I mean he 's one of the most vocal about his faith, Phil Robertson yes. he says money can come and go, and fame comes and goes. the bottom line is we all die, so Jesus is the answer yeah
0: I, I love phil robertson he's man. just blunt and yeah. bold and straightforward and you know yeah. what and i i I, I am so Oh, man, he blesses me. He blesses me because he doesn't care what anybody thinks. And even though he's blunt, he does communicate with love. But there are people that don't like what he says and they try to portray him as a hater. And he's not a hater, he loves people. Yeah, he does. A loving, loving guy. So man, you're not going to back him in the corner. You're not going to back us in the corner. You know, what I mean, the gospel is it's good news, and the word is what it says, and um, and we're going to preach it. Amen. So absolutely. You know, I always joke around with with people at our church and say that man, we we hope that the experience is so good that from the moment you pull your car onto our church property. You're greeted by our crazy parking attendants joking around and laughing and guiding you into your spot. Then you get greeted as you walk in the door and get a high five and somebody directs you to a coffee bar to get a coffee. If you have kids, you're getting them checked in and you walk into the sanctuary, the band is rocking. We, We hope that that experience is so good that you've already made up your mind that you're coming back before I offend you. (laughs) i like that that's That's pretty good i like that it's
1: true but that's true because the 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 gospel truth preached yeah the bible even says is the word of god offends it brings offense you know because of because of its challenge because of its um conviction so that's cool that's cool i like this this is another one who is very vocal and bold about her faith and i i i personally like like her um it says our marriage is grounded Candace Cameron Burr says our marriage is grounded in the word of God that's really it God is the core of our marriage and the foundation and the blueprint for it for it is how we live and being open and honest and communicating but ultimately doing what pleases God and not in a selfish manner
0: Yeah that's pretty preach. cool Yeah go preach. So yeah she was asked what's the how can she stay married in Hollywood especially considering all the things that She's done. Her schedule is demanding. I mean, she's filming stuff for Hallmark Channel. She's on Fuller House. She won Dancing with the did She won Dancing with the Stars. Or she was on Dancing she with was the on Stars. On the show, yeah. yeah. And um, I mean, how to, how can she have a successful marriage um, in the midst of, of of Hollywood? And she, you just read read her answer, and I'm sure you, you know this, Mike, but. Um, we know that one out of two marriages end in divorce, one out of two Christian marriage, almost one out of two Christian marriages end in divorce. However, you may not know this, but you are 80% like, less likely to divorce if you attend church with your spouse every week.
1: That makes sense. You know that? That absolutely yeah, makes sense.
0: Yeah. So That's good. So That's good. she says, guided, guided, it's got to be grounded in the word
1: and that's why I like it. I mean she's she's been on the view she was one of the view hosts and constantly under a barrage of attacks based on her faith and always just stood her ground and stood her ground in her faith and her walk and and really was committed to to Christ yes in the public eye amongst amidst all the all The rhetoric coming against her, it was, it was really, it's always been really cool.
0: And she took her stance with love, yeah. You know? She did
1: just caring, generous. Just never could you love, see yeah. her get Happy, nasty or yeah. rude or loud or argumentative. No, nope. yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, so wow, this guy, he could have, he perhaps like put <laughs> Jesus on the map, so to speak, in his movie, right? Jim Cavaziel. <laughs> and he said when he played Jesus in. in Hal Gibson's movie? Yes. He said, Jesus is there for us in scriptures. How often do we ignore him? I meditate on God's life and I read the scriptures. I read something about him, go through it, and spend a lot of time by myself. Man. I mean, yeah. He followed that up with a funny thing when he said, I it, still put my pants on the same way. I still walk on my pool twice a day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's pretty Jim funny. Is, is the man. Yeah, you know, he's and, hilarious. You know, he's real funny. Man, I, I don't know if you've ever watched um his interview where he talked about portraying Jesus in the film The Passion of the Christ and and Mel Gibson called him up and told him, "You know what? I just want you to know you do this film. I want you. But if you do this film, He might never work in Hollywood again." I mean, and the result of that film, even Mel Gibson, he was blacklisted for a long, long time. It took a lot of time for to to climb yep. climb out of that. Jim Caviezel um he just knew in his heart that he was supposed to, to play this, and he he tells a story where, where Mel calls him up and and is almost trying to talk him out of it because this is like it's this is heavy, man. This is this oh, yeah. is you know, and um, um, he said basically laid it out and said, are you are you in? Yeah. You know, because this could this could wreck your career. Are you are you committed? Are you in? And Jim Caviezel said. I, Got a couple things to say. I'm 30 years old and my initials are JC. <laughs> <laughs> Mel Gibson was speechless.
1: Yep. Look at that. that like, and I think he said something like, you're freaking me out, man. You're freaking <laughs> me out, man. But that as so much weight to that that film. Like I don't know about you, but I remember the first time. And obviously, it's not what the show is about today. But I remember the first time I ever saw that. I was I loved Jesus. I was in love with uh, with Christ. It changed my life. It turned everything upside down. My experience with him. Then that movie released. I went to the movie theater to see it, and I remember sitting in that theater watching this movie in utter silence, and just staring at the screen, just in awe. It was one of the first. Like it was the first time I ever seen scripture depicted like what happened like I didn't grow up in church so I didn't watch any like any of the movies the, the voice of god was Charlton Heston real loud and thing I didn't see any of those things I didn't grow up with that and so this is really my first anything with him with Christ that I could s- visually see something and I sat there and when the movie was over and the credits ran lights were on I was still staring at the screen, just uh-huh. in awe. So I can't even imagine what it was like to film. So were you that. a new
0: believer then? Yeah, I was.
1: Out? I was a lot. I was really. I was a lot. I was really pretty new to my faith okay, at that point. Okay. Within within the first few years. Wow.
0: Yeah. So that need was... to see it. Okay. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, we actually uh, rented out a theater, and um, I remember a similar experience, just sitting there in awe. And it was just silent, and and um, yeah. just to, to really be able to get a little glimpse of the suffering that Jesus endured. Absolutely. Was um, it was overwhelming. So I love I love Jim Cavizel. I love his boldness as well and his willingness to to preach Jesus. And um, yeah, there's a great yeah. If you YouTube it and watch watch his interview. He got struck by lightning when he was on the cross while they were filming. Um, there was wow. a day where um, it was like the enemy did did not want the the scene to happen. I believe. They filmed the crucifixion scene in Morocco, and I could be wrong on that. But the day of the crucifixion scene, not only they deal with the storm and and him getting struck by lightning, I think he even, um, I think he even broke his ribs on the cross. Um, he also got whipped um, for real on, on accident. And um, but the day they shot the crucifixion scene, there were poisonous snakes everywhere, and they had to they had to get rid of the snakes. Isn't that crazy? I mean, it was just, it's just a fascinating interview about to, what yeah. happened behind the scenes. That's pretty but, cool. But anyway, all right, who else we got? Sylvester Stallone. Oh, man. The more I go to church, <laughs> the more
1: I turn myself <laughs> over to the process of believing in Jesus and listening to his word and having him guide my hand. I feel as though the pressure is off me now.
0: The church is the gym of the soul. Yeah, it's pretty cool, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it is yeah, pretty cool. Man. Yeah, don't mess with him either. If he says to go to church, go to church. Yeah. Right? Uh, so man. it's Easter, you better go, right? Yeah, that's a good time. That's a great time
1: to go. Yeah, and by
0: the way, um, it's been said that, again, another another statistic, 80% of people who are invited to church, not just on Easter, but 80% of people who are invited to church will go.
1: Just invited, yeah. Yeah. They're right, asked. Invited. They're just they're asked, yeah, absolutely. Easter, that number goes... I bet that Easter number goes a lot, a lot higher on Easter because it's, it's such a tradition thing to do. Yeah. That's why I tell I, I tell everybody in our church, we welcome the tradition thing to do. Yeah. Invite them yeah. if it's just for Easter. Yeah. It gets them into the presence of God, the Holy Spirit gets a hold of their heart. Yeah. Easter could have been the time they came, but yeah. it could also be the time they never I'll leave. It
0: takes us one, one moment. No one's beyond the reach of God, so... Don't be discouraged. If you invited somebody and they said no, keep inviting. Invite other people. Somebody's going to come. All it 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 takes is that that one. I mean, look what happened to Saul. He had an encounter with Jesus, became Paul, wrote half the New Testament. Bam!
1: There it is. All right. One person.
0: So Kevin James,
1: hilarious. So funny. Everything he does is funny. He is so funny. All good is from God, so I want to honor him. It's honestly about learning more and instilling that in my kids and my friends and those around me. Yeah. That's that. That sounds like a, a, like a guy who gets it. Yeah, it's not just an acknowledgement of Christ, which a lot of people do in Hollywood. A lot mm-hmm. of people say, oh, "I want to thank God or give God glory" yep. when they win an award or something, and oftentimes their lifestyle is far from that giving
0: yeah. God glory moment. But yeah. well, in two weeks, we're going to read what Kathy Griffin said when she received an award. That's coming up oh, two, two more okay. podcasts. So, but he <laughs> says
1: he says that it's not just about me. It's about instilling that in my children and in my friends and in everyone around me. So it's not just like I'm g I am i am giving glory to God and all good comes from him. I'm actually telling others about it. I'm actually yeah. telling my children, my friends, family, and everyone around me. He's around a lot of people. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of people here in,
0: a lot of influence. in the gospel. Yeah. Yeah. I mean and he's pretty much according to scripture, all good is from God. The word says every good and perfect gift comes from the Father above. So it's taking time to acknowledge that. But like you said, being willing to share that with others unashamedly. And that's what I like about these quotes that we've read from different um, celebrities using their platform to take a, a strong stance. So the question that we want to ask, the same question we asked last week on episode 126, and that is, who is Jesus to you? It really doesn't matter who Jesus is to Kevin James. It doesn't matter who it is to Sylvester Stallone. It doesn't matter who Jesus was to your grandma.
1: Or even to us. Yeah.
0: Who is Jesus to you? Yep. So make, make up your mind today. Who is Jesus? Well, let's, let's go to the Word. Let's find out what the Word says in John chapter 7. John chapter 7, verses 40 through 44. The Bible
1: says, When the crowds heard him say this, some of them declared, Surely this man is the prophet we've been expecting. Others said he is the Messiah. Still others said, But he can't be. Will the Messiah come from Galilee? Verse 42, for the scriptures clearly state that the Messiah will be born of the royal line of David in Bethlehem, the village where King David was born. Verse 43, so the crowd was divided about him. Some even wanted him arrested, but no one laid a hand on him.
0: Yeah. So again, who do you say he is? The people were divided. Some believed he was the Messiah, but many people didn't believe in Jesus. So many people they missed the signs that were directly in front of them. We can't ignore the signs, you know, because someday it's going to be too late. I mean, it's almost as if God is saying, right now, here's your sign. Right. So this is this happened to me a couple of weeks a, a <laughs> weeks ago. On my way to church, um, my uh, my kids and I we were we were driving to church and we were uh, we were jam. We always listen to worship on the way to church and jam and just have a good time and laugh and and just you know make the twenty to twenty five minute drive a good time. Well, have, um, you're on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of Servant Mike? Do you know who that is? Yes. Okay. Love him. Jesus Christ! I love you, God. Jesus Christ. Right. I love that guy. Oh man. So. My kids had never seen him before. So on the way to church, I, I don't know if something in a song reminded me. I'm like, oh, Mike, you, here, get my Instagram. I'm driving, so I don't want to be on my phone. So I had my daughter pull up my Instagram, and I found, you know, mm-hmm. Mike 20 That's his URL or his, or his Instagram handle. You got to follow him. He's awesome. Servin, S-E-R-V-I-N, right? Mike. Mike Servin is yeah. his name. Yeah. yeah, 20. So... um and uh, man, yeah, he's just this hip hop. I mean,
1: I love you, God. Hey, he's, he and is he's, hardcore, former gang banger, yeah. delivered to delivered by Christ, and man. just on fire for Jesus so yeah. much you get him tattooed on the side on his jaw. <laughs>
0: yes, it's crazy. His, his car says Jesus Christ. Yeah. And he's got the shirts, and and now I mean, you got kids mimicking him, and so anyway, so we're driving to church, and my kids are seeing him for the first time, and they're losing their minds because he, he is hilarious. I mean, you you know, the first time you see him, you laugh because you think this can't be he's real pop and lock Jesus yeah but then you you keep watching all the and you, this guy he's the real deal man he's genuine and um anyway my kids are laughing and I'm laughing and as I'm laughing thank God I didn't have my phone thank God my daughter did she's holding my phone and we're cracking up and my my daughter is just smacking her hand and and um and have you ever felt like when you're driving all of a sudden someone's watching you right because I was not paying attention to how fast I was going. I was not paying attention to the other cars because we were Uh-oh. watching. I was watching them watch a video. But anyway, so um, I just felt like somebody was looking at me. And um, so I just, I, I turned my head and it was a cop, dude. <laughs> nice. It was a cop. And I'm, no joke, this is, what he, this is what he does to me. He goes, the speed limit's 40. I was going like 50, Ooh. and he was just like 40. And um, I looked back at him, and I went, 41. No, I I I <laughs> oh, say- <laughs> I didn't do that. I didn't do that. I thought about it. I thought about it, but I just was like, oh, I just, my mouth, mess. I'm so sorry. And I went, 40. 40, I got it, and I just slowed down, and he went ahead, and I was like, oh, That's man. They gave I, I mean, that. It took a cop a to go, here's your sign, right? right? I mean, Paying attention to what's in front of it, you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if you're divided about Jesus today, maybe this is your sign. Just, this little 20-minute podcast with me and Mike sitting here, who is Jesus to you? When you take a look at scientific evidence, when you look at historical evidence, when you look at archaeological evidence, when you look at all the manuscripts we have to validate Scripture, which we have more more manuscripts to validate Scripture than any book in history, who is Jesus to you? At the end of the day, I've said this before, it requ- if you take an objective look, you know, throw in circumstantial evidence, you take a look at, you just lay all the facts out on the table. Jesus more books have been written about him than any other person in history. More songs have been written about Jesus than any other person in history. More artwork has been created about Jesus than anyone else in history. Our calendar rotates around his birth and death. We talked about this last yeah. week. When you take a look at all of this, it requires more faith not to believe in Jesus. I agree with that. I, 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 I really that. believe that. You know, it's um, he's either telling the truth and he's Lord or he's not. People in his day missed what was right in front of them. I'm so glad for the ones that didn't miss it. Yeah. And the, the disciples were willing to lay down their lives because they saw Jesus die, and they saw him after he was dead. Yeah, that's what. That's the difference. That's what does it all. You've been to the tomb. Yeah. Tell us about that. Yeah. We got we got to wrap up, but before we oh, do, wow. I mean, yeah. you you were there. You yeah. were in Israel, the Holy Land. You went to the tomb, and it's
1: empty. It is empty. It is absolutely empty, and it shows like just this is where he would have been buried, and most archaeological and theologians believe, archaeological professors and theologians believe this is the place that he was buried. And there's a couple of descending facts about which was the place, and so we visited both. Um, but there was a, a complete difference in the two, and you could really sense this one seemed a lot more like Scripture. At the end of the day, it didn't matter which one it was. The bottom line it was it was empty. Yeah. That's the thing that matters. And that's, what, that's why Christianity, people think Christianity has taken off and gone crazy simply just because Jesus was this perfect person who did miracles and all these people followed him. And while that is absolutely true and, and the reason why it exists, the power of Christianity, the power of serving Christ and being a believer is not in that. It's in the fact that he was dead but is now alive. Yeah. It's the only of every other religious faith and belief there is in history, yeah. it's the only one that boasts a Messiah that's alive. Correct. And not dead. Every one of them have died. Correct. And I and I don't knock any I I, I Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, the only way to the Father is through Jesus. Yeah. I respect and He's others. the only one that claims that. Yeah. No one else respect, uh, complained that I respect other beliefs. I respect everyone who has their own religious belief because I love and embrace the world and want to love them to Christ. But the reality is this is the only one that serves a living God. And that's what makes it powerful. That's why it sustained history. That's yeah. why it has sustained hate. That's why even in the, in the midst of like, things that have been done horribly in the name of Jesus— I mean, you look through history. I mean, there are people bombing abortion clinics and there are people that are that are causing mm-hmm. wars and crusades, all in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's not Jesus. Correct. That's not Jesus. The, the Christianity that's alive today is the Christianity that loves one another, that mm-hmm. expresses and shows that love for one another. And because of that, it's why it's sustained history. I mean, it is it has sustained history as long as it has and has the largest following of any other religious belief in the world because... Of that one simple thing that he was raised from the grave. And because he was raised from the grave and has victory over the grave, that's the same day victory we have. The same spirit that raised Christ from the
0: grave is the spirit of yes, God that lives within us. us man. Dude, you got to preach on Preach, this. man. <laughs> so, there, so there you go. If Jesus got out of the grave, then you can get out of your bed Sunday and go to church. Hey, that's yeah, a good right, point. Yeah, happy, I agree. Happy Easter. Yes. So choose Jesus today. Amen. 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 Man, that was fun. It well, was. we're going we're gonna to keep it going next week so it's great to have you back on it's good it re- to be re- again really is, man so for our producer Mike Sable I co-host Mike Wilmer I'm Chuck Tate we look forward to seeing you next week on 41 Strong happy Easter